Welcome to Now Hear This Entertainment, a podcast for fans of the guests who appear on this show, as well as fans of music in general, and a podcast for musicians, singers, songwriters, artists, entertainers who want to learn more to help them grow in what they're doing. I'm your host, Bruce Wozniak from Now Hear This Incorporated. Check out www.nhte.net. Be sure to sign up for the email newsletter there, which is quick and easy. All that's required is an email address. We are coming to you from Crystal Blue Sound Studios near Tampa, Florida. Check them out on the web at www.cbpro, as in Crystal Blue Productions, cbpro.net. Be sure you are subscribing to this podcast and telling your friends to do so as well. We are thrilled to be on iTunes, Google Play Music, Stitcher Radio, and SoundCloud. Lots of great guests on Now Hear This Entertainment, or as I've taken to calling it, NHTE. Joining me today on the Now Hear This Entertainment guest line from Texas, outside the Dallas-Fort Worth area, my guest is a singer-songwriter who has honed his craft from there in the Lone Star State to Missouri to Nashville to Colorado. He has an amazing story about walking away from a potential deal with a major record label to take care of his mother and later realizing he wasn't practicing what he was preaching, both of which we will talk about during this interview. He has worked with a big-time producer and also got a very recognizable name for one of his videos. His new album is called Overdrive and just came out two months ago. You've been hearing a song of his called John Alexander, Age 22. It's my pleasure to welcome to Now Hear This Entertainment, Stacy Burke. Hey, Bruce. Thank you for having me. Yeah, Stacy, great to have you here. Many thanks for getting this on your schedule. You bet. Well, unfortunately, I was just talking over so much of it, so let's have you tell the listeners about the song that was just playing, John Alexander, age 22. Well, it's, I wanted a, a really different song. I know a lot of the songs that are playing on the radio today, it's just, they're, they seem to be a lot about the same thing, and I like story-driven songs. And this... this uh, you know, it seems like the story-driven songs have kind of been uh, not as not as heard much as they used to be. I remember Johnny Cash, how he would sing some of them good story-driven songs, The Boy Named Sue, and a lot of those good songs. And the, uh, John Alexander, age 22, was is a song about a boy that, you know, he's got a lot of troubles, and he's looking to escape his troubles, and and uh, finds a way to kind of escape and get into, into these bars underage, and you know gets a fake license, and and uh, but it it, it kind of he has an accident that wakes him up, and it just I was hoping you know that it would correlate with you know a lot of people out there that have been in the same situation, and hopefully kids that are going thinking things like that now and wake them up to, to where they would avoid going through things like that and avoid accidents. And it's just, it's a fun song, so it makes you want to listen to it. But on the other hand, it's got that story that makes you think. And that's what I love. I love a well-written song that makes you think, that keeps you in it throughout the whole song, that has great, that great music, you know, to make you want to tap your foot at the same time. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. I, I know that that song is not from your new album, so that is available. It was released, I'm, I'm guessing, as a single? 
It was on my past album that I recorded in Nashville with Josh Leo. It's a, uh, uh, it was, let me see, a year and a half ago to two years ago, I believe. Okay. When I, when I released that. And, but I just, you know, released that song in the, it's playing in the Texas market um, right now. Wow. Now, just just talk about that for a little bit. How does that happen, that it's from a year and a half ago and it's getting airplane now, and, and you just released a, two, a, a new album two months ago? Is that your doing? Is it just they finally caught up with, with John Alexander, age 22, the song? Or, or how, how did that come to pass that it's getting play now? Well, as, you know, as an artist, you have to, especially as an independent artist, you have to watch your finances. And you as you release a new album, you you put out a new single from that album over the course of two to three years to space that out, to give you time to, you know, tour and work on another album and to get the songs for that next one. So even though that's, you know, a song may be released two years later as a single, uh, you know, people still haven't heard it yet, even though it's it was in the album two, you know, two years earlier. It's just a way of spacing those singles out off of that album to keep you current. And all artists do that because they can't, it's just not feasible to keep trying to get in the studio every few months and release another single. So they, you know, they space out songs off their past album. Yeah, and uh, as you've been talking, I've been um, quick on the keyboard here and Listeners, I'm looking at iTunes right now. Keep Your Dreams Alive is the name of the album that Stacy is referring to, that that song, John Alexander, age 22, is off of. So uh, because I was talking yeah. over it so much during the intro, um, it's a good excuse for you to go look that up on iTunes and download that uh, whole album. I was going to say the song, but uh, as Stacy mentioned, that is from uh, an entire album that he released. But uh, Stacy, congratulations on the new album, Overdrive. Go ahead and tell the listeners about this release. Well, um, the new album, I produced um, the whole album myself here in Texas. And um, it, I wrote all the songs on that album. And uh, it took me, I was in the studio probably almost three months to, to finish, finish up that one. And um, just, it was, it's a lot of hard work, it's a lot of stressful you know, situation, especially when you're doing the producing and you're writing all the songs off, you know, on, on everything. And it's, uh, so I'm very proud of it. And I'm, I'm anxious for people to hear it. it you know, it, it's just now starting to promote it as, you know, John Alexander wraps up and I won't be coming out for the video to overdrive until the end of the summer. So that's a little bit away. I'm still working on that, but. Uh, people can still buy the album off iTunes and Google Play and Amazon. And so it's still available. Yeah, and mind you, 12 songs on on Overdrive, and then 12 songs is obviously, <laughs> that's, that's a pretty hearty release. And, and I should mention that Keep Your Dreams Alive, that album also had 12 songs. So when you release an album, you really release an album. You don't, you don't walk the line with, well, it might be, you know, eight or nine songs. I mean, you, you swing for the fences. Yes. I, I, I put my whole heart into my work and I'm very passionate about it. And I hope that comes across 
Well, correct me if I'm wrong. Did I see in my research, I, I, I read something that seemed to give the impression that you had, is it is it 4,000 songs in your catalog? Is that is that true? Well, when I, that's uh, may be a little bit confusing there. When I wrote hundreds of songs, but I haven't wrote 4,000. When I was going through my last album, not my current album, I... Um, I went through a catalog of over 4,000 songs to find, to make sure I had the best songs for my past album. And it took uh, a couple of months of just about 12 hours a day of, of listening to song after song after song after song. Wow. I, wow. I did it for so long, I had a huge uh, swollen knot on my elbow Mm. from leaning on it so much. It took about a month for it to go down afterwards. But, <clears throat> yeah, it, and what inspired me is Conway Twitty. Uh, he, for each album he would release, he would go through at least that many songs for each and every album that he, you know, that he released. And he had so many number one hits and, and the quality of what he released was so good. And, he just had such a, a reputation and such a discipline about him of, of finding that stuff. And, you know, that inspired me. And it, it really, it really helps. And it, and it just, because uh, you want, I want those songs to represent what I feel and who I am. And there's no better way of doing that than going through those yourself. Because if you just depend upon songwriters or, or pitch, people that pitch you the stuff you're, there's so much out there that you're not going to hear mm-hmm. and yeah there's there's so much stuff that, that to listen to and it's only like a guitar and somebody that a lot of times can't sing very well and <laughs> you know doing the song but you know it's what they can afford to do and, and and sometimes if you can't hear through that you're you're you could be missing out on a a great great song mm. and so you've really got to listen close and you can't be too tired and, and missing it even though it's such a tedious work to do you've got to keep on your toes even if it's only you, you've listened to 250 songs that day you, you don't want to miss that one so um it, it's it's a hard work but it's very uh rewarding because it's like finding a treasure you know, when you come across that one, and then when you take a song that that's, you know, just got a little guitar in it, and it's, it's there, there's not much production in it, and then you get to take it and make it yours and hear the production in it, and I mean, it just becomes this, you know, it's like your baby, and it, it's you make it grow, and it's such a rewarding experience. I, it's just hard to convey. I hope I did it. Oh, you, that's, yeah, that's, no, that's, that's wonderful insight. And, and, uh, thank you for, for walking the listener through that entire process because I don't think that people realize that, that that's how much can go into choosing songs. It's, it's not as simple as someone just sitting down and saying, okay, I'm going to write, you know, 10 songs and record an album or 11 songs or whatever the case is. So, uh, fascinating perspective. And, and I'm glad that, that you're able to share that. And, uh, listeners, you know, I, I, I tell you over and over every week on the show how grateful I, I am, and I'm saying that with all sincerity. And uh, for those of you who are regular listeners, you know that I say this a lot, um, and, and for Stacy's benefit, 
you know, Stacy, we do have a lot of listeners uh, who obviously are listening to this episode because they're followers of yours. Uh, but we do have, uh, thankfully, lots and lots of listeners from around the world, actually, who will just be being introduced to Stacy Burke for the first time. And I just feel that your story is just so inspirational, and, and I'd like you to kind of, uh, with me, walk the listeners through this. And, and, you know, three weeks ago on episode 121 of this show, we had Toronto-based songwriter and hip-hop and rap artist Leandro as the guest, and he told his story of overcoming having grown up in a broken household and been a troubled youth to where now he just put out a new video. He has an EP on the way. And Stacy, wow, your your story is remarkable. Let's let's start first just with the part that I mentioned in the intro of the show about what you experienced with a deal that was on the table for you with a major record label. Well, uh. I'm glad to hear that he's having success because I, I respect artists. That it's such a hard time nowadays to make it. The, the internet has changed things from where I started, you know, when I was a young man. It, it's, uh, you know, when I started out and, and, uh, and I was really seeing success and in my young twenties and, I was in Branson and I was really doing well there in uh, Branson, Missouri. And then I went from there to uh, Nashville and I was having success there. And I had several record labels wanting to sign me. And I, I was in the midst of, of, you know, choosing who I wanted to go with. And I chose Warner Brothers at the time. And, and during that, my mom, uh, she had cancer and uh, it had gotten really bad. And I, I left Nashville to be with her, and my mother. If it hadn't been for her, I wouldn't be doing what what I was doing because she was my motivation, encouragement, everything. I mean, she hauled my tail in all over Texas <laughs> from when I was little bitty till you know I was eighteen, all over these country to these country operas and shows and. Every weekend, that's where we go, and I sing, and I got all kinds of experience and had so much fun. And so she was the rock, that encouragement that got me to where I was. And she was just, so she just believed in me, and, and I'm thankful, so thankful for her. And, but when I went back to Texas, and she got worse, and, and she passed away, I... I lost my, I guess, my, my gumption. And it took me several years to get it back. And um, by the time I got it back, I had, I, I had so much regret. Mm. It, it was just I was living with it, and it just eat at my stomach. And it got worse year after year, and I just, wow. I got to feeling just worse and worse. And by the time I went back, you know, the internet had came and it changed everything, turned the industry upside down. And now people were getting their music for free and mm. record labels had went under and, mm-hmm. you know, they didn't know what to do with this. They, you know, there wasn't, before you could only buy, there was control and you had to buy records or, or CDs and, you know, and when the internet came, it, it's like, what do you do? So many people are able to get it for a little or nothing to free online. And and so it's really made it hard for artists 
can make it because the record labels yeah. now can't develop artists. Yeah, they don't have the, the funds to do that. Yeah. Back then, they was going to develop me. You know, it was no big deal. They was going to take and develop me. They had the money support. Now it's up to the artists, and that's why it's so hard. We have, as independent artists, we have to do with, with our own little money that we have and do it to the best that we can and try to compete with these record labels that have huge budgets. And it's just, it's very difficult to do. And it takes everything that you have. And that's why so many artists are starving and in debt. And it's just, it's probably the hardest, one of the hardest things jobs do in the world. Well, and that's why, you know, I wonder getting back to getting back to that point in time when you did walk away from the Warner Brothers deal, you know, everybody everybody uses this expression when someone passes away, it's it's the next day, it's a week later, it's a month later and everybody says, "Oh, it's what so and so would have wanted." And so, you know, I I imagine Stacy, and I don't want to put words in your mouth, but that had to be one of the most difficult decisions of your life, because as much as we love our moms, and you talked about the way your, you know, your mom is the reason that you got where you were, she's driving you around, you would think that your mother would say, this is what you worked so hard for, of course I want you to sign a record deal, and you're going, man, I, I, I get it, but I also got to come back and take care of you. I mean, was that, because like you're saying, that, that had to be so difficult, because that's when record labels did have the money, and they could have developed you. I mean, that just had to be, that just had to tear you apart. You're right, Bruce. I, you know, and my mother, she, I, I know she wasn't expecting to die. And um, I know she would have wanted me to to get that deal and, and not give up on it. And I, I know she had no clue what I was going to do after she passed. And that was just something on me. And, and because I know she wanted me to make it so bad and that I, I give up for a while, you know, that, that just ate at me because yeah. I knew, yeah. I mean, there she was, she, she passed on and I wasn't doing what we did so hard to work on. Yeah. Yeah. What she had, what and, she had uh, led you to with all, with all those car rides uh-huh. around, around Texas and Missouri and, and, and listeners, uh, I'm, I'm going to let Stacy continue telling his story because the scene, then shifts to Colorado uh, for the second part of, of Stacy's story, which I had also teased a little bit back in the intro of this show. Uh, Stacy, go ahead and tell the listeners what happened uh, once you were out in Colorado. Well, I uh, actually was in, in a, I was in Colorado for a while, and I, I was blessed up there with a, a business delivering luggage and, and had a had a good time, but. Um, during that, or at, I'm sorry, after that, I had an opportunity to work at a boys' ranch in New Mexico. And the reason why I took that is because I I love helping kids, and I have a degree in equestrian science, and I was going to be able to be over the equestrian program and teach them how to ride horses and train them. And there's no better way to, you know, teach kids and train kids, you know, how to, um, you know, realize things and, and use the reasoning side of their their thinking than through a horse because horses and, you know, people have so much in common with learning how to reason instead of just react to, to things. 
and, and you know, them teaching the horse how to reason, go, you know, instead of just react, help the kids. And I, I just love that, that part of it. And I loved working with the kids and they stole my heart. And instead of them, you know, me teaching them, they ended up teaching me. And, and I, I was trying to encourage them to go for their dreams and, and, and through that and seeing how charismatic they were and how encouraging and on fire they were, I started feeling more, even more guilty, hmm. realizing that I was teaching these kids something that I wasn't doing myself. Hmm. And that was to go and, and do all you could to reach for your dream. Hmm. And so I just felt like a big hypocrite. Yeah. And those kids encouraged me and still write me and keep up with me on Facebook mm. today. Fantastic. To keep going for my dream. And uh, so we and now encouraging each other, you know, to uh, inspire each other to keep going no matter what the challenge is or how bad that day was. Or, you know, we just go, we know there's lots of trials and it takes time and you just, it's good to have that encouragement. I'll tell you one, that, that, that was just a godsend. Yeah, I'll you know, say. Those kids, I can't tell you how, what a blessing they are. Yeah, it sure sounds like it. It's, a, it's, it's amazing. I am Bruce Wozniak, and joining me today on the Now Hear This Entertainment guest line from Texas, outside the Dallas-Fort Worth area, is singer-songwriter Stacy Burke. Visit his official website at www.stacyburkmusic.com. There is no E in his first or his last name, uh, but as I often say on this show, just look at the title of this episode on your listening device to get the proper spelling of the guest's name so as to go check out the website. Stacy is on social media too, of course. There are links on stacyburkmusic.com to his Facebook and Instagram profiles as well as his official YouTube channel. And you can purchase his music on iTunes, Amazon, and Google Play. We have been talking about two of his albums. They are available for purchase now. Be sure that you're also checking out www.nhte.net, as in Now Hear This Entertainment, nhte.net. For every episode of this show, we've got on nhte.net the full audio, plus the guest's photo, a link to their website, and quotes from the guest on each show. Sign up for the e-newsletter at nhte.net and subscribe to this podcast and tell others about it too. Subscribing is free and it makes it very easy to get the show every week on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, or by following on SoundCloud. We are thrilled to now be on Google Play Music too. Go ahead and use the social media buttons on nhte.net to like the Now Hear This page on Facebook and to follow on Twitter and or Instagram. If you're a new listener to the show, thank you very much, and please do check out some of the prior episodes of Now Hear This Entertainment. We've had a lot of great guests along the way so far. I mentioned one of them already, Leandro, from three weeks ago in episode 121. As always, many thanks, of course, to those who are not first-time listeners. I very much appreciate your time and your interest and support. And by the way, whether you're going to look for Stacy's music and or other music, books, whatever, go to nhte.net and click on the tall Amazon banner to get there so that you can help this show in the process of buying whatever it is that you need from Amazon. Uh, Stacy, you were talking about uh, the revelation that you had working uh, with the youth on the ranch. Um, your story then continues that you ended up back in Nashville, the same place where you had walked away from the Warner Brothers deal. And, and wow, you 
experienced another amazing development when it came to hooking up with a producer. Tell the listeners that story, uh, as well as this individual's credentials that I'm referring to. When I, I left directly from uh, the ranch, the boys' ranch, straight to Nashville, and it was just my dog Rio and me, and we uh, spent several months just, I guess, researching and trying to find the best avenue to go about things, and I, I went to several studios, and um I was just living out of a hotel room at the time, and uh, I got to visit with so many people. And the thing about Nashville is, it, even though it's a big city, it's people have that country. It, there's so many that people there for the country music, and so it has this different vibe about it. And it, it's not this. Um, city feel. It's kind of got a country feel in the city. And so it's it's a unique place and um, people were very helpful and um, I got introduced to Josh Leo who, you know, he's recorded Alabama and Agri Dirt Band and Wes uh, is Hard and um uh, yeah, whole, whole list: uh, Reba McIntyre, yeah. Martina McBride, Kathy Matea, Leanne Rhymes. Correct. And he he liked uh, my voice, and he you know he said that you know this is this is hard, especially at your age. And uh, he was right up front with me, but he he believed in my dream, and. Uh, he was willing to to work with me, and through us working together, we developed a respect for each other. And he was—I learned a lot from him. He's he's such a, a hard worker and, and uh, a great individual to work with. And we, you know, worked very hard on that that album, "Keep Your Dreams Alive," and we got it both where we wanted it. And we worked day and night for several months on that album together and very proud of it. And, uh, it's the one that John Alexander, age 22 is on. And, and uh, of course the, the video that I did with Max Strabowski. Um, yeah. I want to just jump in here for a minute because, um, listeners, this is the first time that, that Stacy and I are meeting each other, so to speak. And, and, uh, Stacy, you obviously, uh, it's no surprise. I mean, you strike me as, as someone that's very humble and, and I do want to give you, uh, the accolades that you deserve here, because um, in the story that Stacy just told listeners, he mentioned, you know, and, and it's and it's good to hear the lessons that come from a no, getting a no answer in the, in the music business. And so there's a there's a quote from uh, Josh Leo saying, "This is a quote." When Stacy called me, I told him there was no way I can do this for him. And then I heard his story. Not making a record because of his mom made me realize what a good soul he really is. We need more people like Stacy Burke in the world, end quote. So God bless you, Stacy, because obviously, uh, you know, your your mother was, was with you and, you know, the Lord blessed you with an opportunity that really had no business in, in taking place because of Stacy. Uh, obviously, we, we rattled off Josh Leo's 
list there of, of people that he's worked with. He said 23 number one songs in his 30-year music career as a songwriter, producer, and musician. And so for him to initially think, you know, I can't do it, and then end up telling the story that, that you just told us about, uh, did you say, I think six months that the two of you worked together and, and put out an album that mm-hmm. uh, obviously you're very proud of. What a great story. Yes, I'm very thankful for that time. I'm very thankful for him. Sales experience I'll never forget. Okay, now it's time for Bruce's bonus. This is a segment here on Now Hear This Entertainment where I take off my hat as podcast host and put on my hat as president of Now Hear This Incorporated, giving a helpful tip for the listeners that are musicians, singers, songwriters, entertainers who are out there trying hard to make a go of it. Today's bonus is we are all aware that there are a lot of no's in this business. However, use them as a learning opportunity. Whenever possible, politely ask someone who is turning you down if they can let you know the reason, quote, in case it's something I can work on to give myself a better chance next time, end quote. This way you'll know what their decision was based on and can react accordingly and hopefully gain something from a rejection. And that is today's Bruce's bonus. How about that? Helpful? There are a whole bunch of tips just like that over all the prior episodes of this show to make it easy for the listeners out there who are musicians, singers, songwriters, entertainers to get the tips in one concise format. There is a Bruce's Bonus Book, Volume 1, and a Bruce's Bonus Book, Volume 2, for purchase in ebook format, giving you all the tips from episodes 1 to 40 and 41 to 80, respectively. Just go to www.brucesbonusbook.com for online ordering and instant delivery. Listeners, you heard me mention a few minutes ago, Stacy uh, has an official YouTube channel um, when I was listing his website and social media. There's a video on his YouTube channel for the song called Till Your Boots Are Dirty. It has over a quarter of a million views um, Stacy, with all due respect, tell the listeners uh, the big attraction to that video, and 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 tell me something. Was it as fun to make as it is to watch? Oh yeah, you know Max Max and Travosky, uh, You know he he won the Dancing with the Stars that that year, and uh, he is such a humble person. And <clears throat> I got to you know, put him on a horse for the first time in his life. Wow. And he was so funny doing it and just has the most humble personality. He's not stuck up at all. And just, uh, I got to know him and, uh, we still keep in touch, but he's just a very, very good soul. And, uh, he, he, uh, likes to cut up and, uh, <laughs> Lisa, that, the, the girl that started in it also, they, they had a lot of fun. It was fun watching them. You know, me, just I just stood out there and danced, <laughs> you know, singing the song. And it was uh, it was fun doing that, but it was even more fun to watch them act it out. <laughs> and well, I'd like to tell you about a little story about Josh when I recorded the album. Sure. Uh, he, he lives out on a kind of ranch out outside of Nashville and he's got a little log cabin that we did all the vocals in. We recorded the uh, instruments in at Sony Tree in Nashville, but the uh vocals we recorded out there is his little log cabin and it's where Alabama did all their recording and all the artists, you know wow. there. So I was recording on uh 
the same microphone, same studio they were in. And he has a lot, nine dogs. <laughs> and and when Rio, of course, I've got my dog, and they all came buddies. We had like 10 dogs inside that cabin. Wow. And while I was singing, they was all laid around at my feet. Oh, my gosh. And so <laughs> I had 10 dogs all laying <laughs> all over the floor while I'm singing. <laughs> You know, my song, and in one time, some kind of noise happened outside, and, and, and while I was recording, the dogs just started barking <laughs> up the storm. <clears throat> well, the next day, when we started comping, you know, my song, I mean, going, you know, going back through what I had recorded the previous day, mm-hmm. well, we, you know, Josh was sitting right at his, you know, desk right in between those huge speakers. And when he got to the part where them dogs started going, Josh jumped so high out of his chair. (laughs) And what was so funny about it is knowing Josh because he is this cool and collective person that never messes (laughs) up. And to see that happen was priceless. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and I can just imagine someone going to work with him for the first time, and they're about to do the handshake, and all of a sudden Josh says, by the way, you better like dogs. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Otherwise, yeah. It's a if you don't breaker. like dogs, I, I, I doubt he'd work with you. <laughs> I, so that Rio helped me, help me, you know, we, we hit it off pretty quick, because he fell in love with Rio. I do want to just back up and just uh, set the record straight for the listeners because um, you mentioned that Maxim Cherkovsky from uh, Dancing with the Stars appeared in your video. And again, thinking of the listeners who are up and comers that are saying, wow, how do I get someone like that to appear in my video? Uh, it is said that, Stacy, you, you have a mutual friend uh, that, that contacted a, uh, a director based in, in Los Angeles, and that's how you were able to get Max. Yes, Dave West is a friend of mine that, that used to work with the uh, on the Dancing with the Stars show, and he was the producer and such a great guy. He's the one that filmed the video oh, for uh, okay. Dirty. Well, I'll tell you and what, he, really, really, really great looking video, and just the whole thing is just so well done. And you know, I, I kind of got to the end, and I wanted there to be more. I mean, it was still very well done. It was a great story. It, it does have a, a natural ending to it, but it was so well done, I wanted there to be more to it. So, listeners, please go on Stacy's official YouTube channel and look for that video. It's it's really, really great. Well, thank you. Well, yeah. Dave West did a great job. Did you see the horse winning at the end, the very end? I did. It, it, that wasn't planned. I mean, that just happened to happen just right at the right time. Wow. It's like, wow. Wow. Well, you mentioned before that the title track from your new album, Overdrive, that, that there will be a video for that. So th- there's not a, a specific release date yet. Uh, what 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 is the current state? Has filming begun? What, what's the latest on, on the video for the song, Overdrive? Filming has begun, and we're about halfway done with it. It's just that I don't, when I do something, I don't get in a rush. I just like to make sure that I get it uh, the best I can be. And so it, it it just takes time. And right now we're getting flooded here in Texas. So we just kind of have to work with, you know, around the weather. And uh, so I, I, I can't really give a definite date on when it's going to be done, but I'm hoping by the end of the summer. 
Should should we take from that that the video is being filmed outdoors? Yes. Yeah, okay. no, it's pretty much all that. Just a very touch of it is indoors. Okay. Well, I, I uh, you know, being someone that uh, is always um, looking for the PR angle, I certainly don't want you to give everything away. I, I didn't know if there was anything you wanted to maybe reveal a little bit about what the viewers will see or perhaps we should just leave everyone in suspense and and that will give more incentive to follow stacy online so that you can watch for updates of of when the video gets released and see what uh what overdrive is going to look like as a video well it has a good story to it and i like a story to my stuff just like i I do with my songs and and it's going to have several are planned, hoping to have several locations in it to, because I, I like variety and and, and uh, travel and just inspiration. Want to do some? Uh, this will be my first time to do, you know, some acting, a little bit of acting in the, in the video. Okay. okay. And so I'm, uh, you know, looking, I'm enjoying that, and but uh, you know, I'm doing a little bit of the filming myself, and and so I'm. I'm more getting more in the production and learning how to do everything on my own. I'm doing the photography, doing wow. my own photography, and uh, I just love being creative. I love being creative, and I, I, I just it, it's very inspirational for me. And I just want to inspire others to do, you know, to use what God has given them also. Well, you know, it, we we hear artists say that they do music for the fans, or or obviously they do it to pay the bills, and there's assorted other reasons that artists give in terms of why they do music. But Stacy, from what I've seen, you do music to inspire and to encourage people, and and I wonder that this this is almost a ministry for you, yes? It, I, yes, you're. That's probably the best way to put it because I I've not done this for the money. I've it's. I've not. I'm definitely not done this for the money. It would be nice to be able to make money from this because I want to keep doing this. I love it so much. But the reason why I do it is because God put it so strong in my heart. And I've had it ever since I was a little kid. And I love inspiring others. I love to see the reaction, the expression in their face, and what it does. You know, just to be able to change somebody's life, even if it's just a little bit, uh, that, that's what drives me. I just, I just, you know, in your creation, what what you're you're able to come up with, there's an energy from that, and I want that to be a good energy. And without that, how do you inspire others? And so, I just want to encourage other others. It's never a waste. If God puts something in your heart. You know, do it because you never gonna know what the result is until you take action and do it. And if you don't do it, you'll always live with that regret. Amen. Amen. Beautiful, beautiful. Nicely said. Thank you. Thank you for for sharing your heart with us on that. I am Bruce Wozniak, and joining me today on the Now Hear This Entertainment guest line from Texas, outside the Dallas-Fort Worth area, is singer-songwriter Stacy Burke. Visit his official website at www.stacyburkemusic.com. As I mentioned before, there is no E in either his first name or his last name. But as I have said before, just look at the title of this episode on your listening device to get the proper spelling of the guest name so as to check out the website 
In this case, it is StacyBurkeMusic.com. And as we mentioned before, he is on social media too. There are links on StacyBurkeMusic.com to his Facebook and Instagram profiles, as well as the official YouTube channel where you can see the video that we were talking about before. And of course, please purchase his music. It is available on iTunes, Amazon, and Google Play. Be sure that you're also checking out www.nhte.net, as in now hear this entertainment, nhte.net. For every episode of this show, we have on nhte.net the full audio, plus the guest's photo, a link to their website, and quotes from the guest on each show. Sign up for the e-newsletter at nhte.net and subscribe to this podcast and tell others about it too. Subscribing is free. It makes it very easy to get the show every week on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, or by following on SoundCloud. We are thrilled to now be on Google Play Music as well. Go ahead and use the social media buttons on nhte.net to like the Now Hear This page on Facebook and to follow on Twitter and or Instagram. If you're a new listener to the show, thank you. And please do check out some of the prior episodes of Now Hear This Entertainment. We've had a lot of great guests along the way so far. I mentioned Leandro from episode 121 before. Heck, we've had a lot of guests from Texas. I'm thinking of uh, Brian Lee from Suede Austin. I'm thinking of J.R. Bird. The list goes on. Go and check them all out at nhte.net. As always, many thanks, of course, to those who are not first-time listeners. I very much appreciate your time and your interest and support. And remember, whether you're going to look for Stacy's music and or other music, books, whatever, go to nhte.net and click on the tall Amazon banner to get there so that you can help this show in the process of buying whatever it is that you need from Amazon. Uh, Stacy, we haven't talked about your guitar playing at all. Um, I haven't asked this question to a guest in, in a while, but uh, you are a singer, songwriter, and guitar player. What order do you put those in, in terms of I consider myself a this first, a that second, and a that third? It's probably, well, they all, I need every one of them to make it work. I remember I I didn't start writing songs until I started learning how to play the guitar. Mm. And that was around 13 to 14 years of age. Wow. Um, and so I immediately, when I started learning how to play the guitar, I immediately started writing songs. And uh, I remember I wrote this love song for this little girl in a, on a summer vacation I met in Branson, Missouri. And uh, the name of it was Baby Goodbye, and I was 14 years old. Mm. And <clears throat> uh, I, I just started writing ever since. And it... Um, so I, I really don't know which one I would put first because they all have been so important to each other. But I will tell you this, Boots, I always write the music first to my songs. Mm-hmm. And then whatever the music is and how it inspires me, I make the words fit to the music. And so it just, you know, whatever... It seems like I'm going through or something. The music comes out of me. And then I, it just, feeling that music playing that, strumming that over and over again, the words just come. Hmm. Well, um, we've had you do a lot of storytelling during this interview, which is always fitting with a songwriter to have them storytell. Stacy, I wonder, what, what would you say has been your career highlight so far? Um, 
to me, it's been the moments, just like without the ranks of seeing those kids, you know, turning their life around. That was one of the big highlights. Another one was working with Josh Leo and, uh, you know, getting all that experience and just seeing things, seeing creations come to life. And just the whole ride, you know, it's of seeing how things progress, but even though it's so hard during modest progression, you don't, it, sometimes it seems like it's impossible. You can't do it. It's overwhelming. Looking back, it's the ride getting there, even though it seemed impossible at the time and, and there didn't seem like a way to do it. It's, you, you somehow know it's going to happen. And it's that what drives you. It's that hope. That and that hope to me kind of turns into a, a fire of love that makes me more passionate about it. That makes me do it. I guess with more feeling than with if I had just been had it given to me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because I I can't imagine having the feeling if I hadn't went through all that I've been through. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I wonder at this point then, uh, what is next for for Stacy Burke? Is the focus to do interviews like this one and, and get out and play lots of live shows to promote the new album, or or is it something else, or is it both? Uh, I'm hoping that it can get more into live shows. Uh, again, that all takes money. And right now I'm just doing private stuff. I've not really done much of the bar scene. Um, I love just singing with me and the guitar. And I, I love people, love inspiring. And, and it's whether it's through music or through photography or, or you know, whatever it could it could be, I just want to use what God has given me to the best of my ability and not waste, not waste it. Wow. You know, to where I know that when I get to the end, I can I will have no regrets. Because to me, Bruce, there's nothing worse than living with a regret. Mm. Yeah, and uh, and and spoken from firsthand experience, unfortunately. Yes. Well, you're obviously you're obviously in a, in a good place for it. I mean, we you know you, we heard you talk earlier about uh, Branson, Missouri, and and they actually call that the live music show capital of the world. But you're there in Texas, where there's lots and lots of live music uh, happening. Gosh, almost everywhere. And as I mentioned before, we've had you know it's no coincidence that we've had a lot of guests on the show from Texas. Uh, Elise Black on episode ninety. 
John Garza from episode 84. I mentioned before uh, J.R. Bird, that was episode 38, and then Brian Lee from the band Suede Austin in episode 37. So hopefully, uh, listeners, if you follow Stacy online, you will see him posting lots of live performances where you can go and see him. Uh, before we let you go, though, Stacy, we're going to close today with the title track from your new album, Overdrive. So before we end this interview, tell the listeners all about this song, if you would, please, Overdrive. Well... I, I, I just love this song because it's, to me, it's, uh, I hope that it represents or to listeners what what I'm about because I, I, when I wrote this song, it, it's a very witty, uh, just the way that it tells its story because it's, it's talking to a lady, but through it's it's a man talking to a lady, but through car terminology, <laughs> and so it, it's it's just kind of a, a spin on uh, things that you would you want to tell the person you know your love the you know the woman that you love, but it's a fun way of telling her because you. you recognize everything you're, you know, I'm saying in a song, even though it's told through what, how you talk about a car. That's and very so clever. It, it's just, uh, very clever. Thank you. Well, Stacy, so thank I'm, you ever so much for your time today. And, uh, obviously best, best of luck, uh, best wishes and, um, congratulations again on the new album. And we will all continue to follow you online and, see uh, more great things that, that we know that will come from Stacy Burke. Thank you for doing this today. Thank you, Bruce, so much for having me. You bet. God bless you. That will do God it, listeners, you. for this week's episode of Now Hear This Entertainment. My sincere thanks to singer, songwriter, guitar player Stacy Burke. Do check out his website. It's www.stacyburkmusic.com and then engage with him on social media. So that means like his Facebook page, follow him on Instagram, subscribe to his YouTube channel, and then watch and like the videos on there. For that matter, tell him you heard him and his music on Now Hear This Entertainment. And of course, do purchase his music. It's available on iTunes, Amazon, and on Google Play. Don't forget to visit www.nhte.net and sign up for the email newsletter there by simply putting in your email address. And of course, please do subscribe to this podcast and tell your friends about it. Give us a nice review on iTunes or Stitcher Radio 2, hopefully accompanied by a five-star rating. That really does help the show a lot. If you are listening on SoundCloud, remember that you can like and they call it repost is how you share episodes there. And you can also follow on SoundCloud. Let's get your feedback on the show too. Post your comments or questions on the Now Hear This Facebook page. There are links to it and Twitter and even the Now Hear This official YouTube channel on nhte.net. Plus, there's a link there to this show on Instagram or send us an email. The email address is on the contact page of nhte.net. We have been recording this show at the great facilities at Crystal Blue Sound Studios near Tampa, Florida. Check them out online on their website at www.cbpro.net. 
That's CB as in crystal blue. Thanks for listening. We'll send you out today with another song from Stacy Burke. This is the one he just talked about. It's called Overdrive. Oh!